Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Lewis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geis, and from the Villager Cigar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Oh, Dude, I, I just oh. don't know when to bring the energy. You know, I'm, I wanted to see. I wanted to see who was going to go first. Usually, I, was, I so oh, much. I thought I had COVID, but I didn't. You know, yeah. the other day, you beat it, man. Beat it. Knocked it down. You're like, yeah. you're like. COVID isn't isn't doing enough squats. It's not eating enough oats. It's got nothing on me. Nothing. I actually don't give a shit if I get COVID, honestly, at this point, because the symptoms are so mild. But Oh, I figured it's because yeah. you walk around with a brain fog all the time. <laughs> Corporate life I is already ground you down. Test. I got a PCR test on Saturday. Came back negative yesterday. So you, great. So you failed the test? I failed the test. The only failure so that is acceptable in life. <laughs> That's right. All right. So today we are talking about the Tatuaje Cojete Reserva. Uh, cigar is a short Robusto 4 by 50 Comes out of the My Father factory in Nicaragua. Uh, Rappers Connect at Broadleaf. Binder Fittable from Nicaragua. Vended by Pete Johnson. Price point is $9. And the cigar was released in January of 2022. So with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Uh, this is the Cojete Reserva. Yep. Good to know because I was about to read my notes for the Ecuador Havado. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound quite right. Uh, okay. Um, I I thought that uh, I thought this was quality broadleaf. Um, you know, it's it's got proper like medium full. Uh, viscosity, body, and, and depth to the cigar, which I always think uh, it's one of the key factors that I personally look for in a quality broad leaf. Um, you know, in terms of flavors, you know, it's got that like denser, chewy, kind of uh, rustic kind of a flavor profile. Um, you know, it's not it's not overtly, you know, earthy, which is nice uh, because it has like really nice chocolate tones to balance all the earthiness out. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was. I thought it's good now, but uh, the only thing is that I think it will get better because that last third kind of got uh, a, a little uh, like rougher around the edges. So, so I think with even more time, it'll just you know be more mimicking at the first kind of two thirds of that like chewy, dense, you know, chocolatey, earthy goodness that I liked. And Seth, what were your thoughts? Yeah, listen, I thought I thought the first. I mean, I probably first two thirds really delivered this espresso, oak, rich earth, black pepper. It, it was just, it was medium. It, it had a nice balance to it. it, had a nice strength to it. It was like medium full. Um, first two thirds are really good. Final third was was fairly close. I see what June's saying. I think June's being a little picky. Um, a little picky. Right. But <laughs> okay. I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, a little pinky out there and so forth, whatever. I'm not going to give people credit when they deserve credit just because of who they are. But, you know, let's we're not going to go down that road right now. We're going to start that shit. Um, but, yeah, the final third could could get a little bit better. But I do think this I, – I think it's really good now. I think it's going to be great in probably about a year. John? You know, there's a lot of titles that are thrown around in the industry when it comes to Broadleaf. I think a bunch of them are taken. Uh I don't know if I'm the person to start handing out titles, you know, Prince of the Broadleaf, maybe Duke of the Broadleaf, 
But I, I do find myself when it's Pete and it's Broadleaf, I find it quite good. I find it quite a good representation of what Broadleaf should be. As June was saying, get kind of all the goodness of Broadleaf without all the kind of badness of Broadleaf that you can get with overpowering earth or overpowering leather. Um, I'm with everyone else. The, uh, the first two thirds were, were good. Um, and I think Seth and I had a similar experience where kind of a espresso sweet, uh, tobacco, peppery, but balanced pepper, uh, profile with some dessert sort of notes in the second third with baking spices and chocolate. Um, there were certainly leather tones and earth there, but they're supporting notes. They're not driving the profile, which is sometimes what disappointing in broadleaf. The format's interesting. Um, obviously the, the challenge is you have to deliver a lot of flavor in a very short period of time. It's only four inches. So, you know, depending on what, whether you think you can smoke a four inch cigar in 20 minutes or whether you're not a savage and you smoke it at a reasonable amount of time, you're extracting probably a lot of goodness out of this. I, what was the price point, Aaron? Nine bucks. Nine bucks. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still below 10 bucks. So, um, you know, I rated the first and the second thirds good. I thought the flavor, uh, combinations were excellent. The last third was still pleasant. Just, didn't quite reach the same echelon. Uh, burn was very good. I, I had a touch-up that was required because it, it was a canoe. I, I let it go as far as I could. I let it go as far as I could. But when a canoe forms, you got to paddle or you got to touch up. I don't know what that means. Um, the draw was slightly resistant, which um, you could argue you probably want on a, on a shorter cigar, but we don't do any kind of preferential treatment based on, on the Tola. So suck it. That's just how it goes. I had it slightly tight. It's slightly tight. Overall, it was good. And honestly, I wish I had a second one. I would have lit it up right away immediately afterwards because I had a... I had... Aaron, walk us through yours. Wait, can, John, when oh, your cigar was... Uh, when, John, when your cigar was canoeing, yeah. if, if you don't touch it up, like you don't use a lighter to touch it up, you're still monitoring the canoeing though, correct? Oh, I'm paying attention. I'm getting okay. worried about the canoe. You know? You're getting worried about it, but like you're still taking puffs and you're seeing how that how that wrapper's burning you're seeing is yes. this canoe getting worse is it improving yes now do you ever like blow on it a little bit i feel like that constitutes interference you know what i mean like yeah. whether i'm i'm Rotating waiting is, or that, rubbing rotating my hands as much intervention as you that's can right get before you have before you Ro- start docking points okay so rotate <laughs> rotating is nothing because i consider like that little blow like that that's paddling that's a technical <laughs> term. I mean, that's what I okay. consider. Well, you're that's talking about you're, you're talking about blowing. No, no, yeah, blowing like, no. He means like, blowing like, the the uh, the lid. Yes. When oh. your cigar oh, okay. and for all the newbies out there, this is pay attention right now. This is you don't get this. Dropping some knowledge. Yeah. When when the cigar is canoeing and there's like that little ember, and you blow on a little bit just to help that, that's called paddling. Because the skirt. That's that's you that's heard what it I'm here first. Call, right? That's what I'm saying. Right. Sounds good. All right, so for me, the cigar started with toasted cedar, baking spice, dark earth, and light cocoa powder. Uh, cocoa transitioned to chalkiness fairly quickly, and the baking spice transitioned to black pepper a little bit later. Uh, second, third, saw that chalkiness go back to cocoa for a little bit, then it went back to chalkiness. Um, and then the final third, saw a little bit of light bitterness join in. Um, I thought the cigar started well, uh, but when the dry earth kind of took a slight lead in the second, third, the enjoyment level kind of dropped down a notch, kind of stayed at that um, average level the rest of the way. Um, we reviewed the Habano version previous to this. I, I felt like the flavor profile was the same level in, as, of enjoyment between the two. I don't really see much of a difference. Um, the scar did go out on me without warning in the second, third. So that kind of knocked the burn down a little bit. 
Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it it doesn't blow me away to want to come back to it. It's at nine, I know what John's saying, nine bucks is cheap, but it's four inch cigars. So nine bucks is mm, it's a little steep, but um, you know, if it, if I had the same experience you guys had flavor wise, yes, I'd be all over it. But I'm um, kind of where I'm at, and like eh, it's it's iffy for me. But um, yeah, I'm slow. I might, yeah, burn slow. I might come back to it from time to time, but it's not going to be, I'm not going to be like, you know, buying boxes of these or anything like that. So is this, this was, was this limited though? I don't think so. Uh, well, I think I this is all going to be regular stuff from now on. Till all the broadleafs go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the scores. I'm going to start at the top with Seth at 7.07. June was next 6.72. John gave it a 6.57. I gave it a 5.9. So so I have that 7.07 matchup for you. Yeah, I mean, listen, it I love the flavor profile. I really like I like broadleafs like this, and I love this size because to me it's it's kind of a great size for either like this morning broadleaf experience or like this evening broadleaf experience. Um I thought I had good flavor from beginning to end. So there was, it was nice. There was complexity to it, nice strength and body. Yeah, really good. All right, June six point seven two. I'm gonna put up the the picture of this since I've blown that one already. So, Arliss, uh, huh? Arliss is gonna, the one that you up, came up. We're gonna yeah. put up the photo. Up the and photo. and you yeah. you gave it a six point seven two. So now you have to be nice to it. Oh, okay. Um, hold on. Like, oh, I, so meaty. Oh, oh. Do I smoke it? That. Do I chew on it? I don't know what to do. The one thing there I'll say go. is I don't get, you know, it kind of sucks that he put, up my... broadleaf, he put broadleaf Good. on there. Like, it's your cigar, too. Do you know what I mean? Well, this, is the, this is the same band as he used on the uh, T110s. I know that, but it's like, good. It's good that he back put in the day, just said Reserva, right? To yeah. develop broadleaf. Do, do, right. do you like that? Do you like that he puts the broadleaf? Oh on? my no. god, dude! No, no, I, I don't. I, it's, it's like saying like it's almost like saying like I don't know. Like I always liked uh, it when it was just Reserva. It's like obvious, right? Yeah. No, not obvious per se, but the Reserva thing was such a signature thing of a tatuaje. If you know tats, you know, Reserva means Connecticut Broadleaf, right? Oh, so I think that's listen, a cool thing to leave. Listen, I, I listen you, between I all the co- go this, I didn't think we were going to go this far, but I guess we can get off the track. I'm sorry. And we're getting them right <laughs> off the right. track because right. between all the different cigars, I was like, okay, I have to make sure I'm smoking the right cigar because I know I'm going to screw this up. And I spent way more time than I should have. And when I saw the Broadleaf, I'm like, okay. There's no confusion. This is clearly the broadleaf. Thank you. There's no ribbon decoding. There's no spreadsheet management. There's like, I don't have to search websites to find out what the picture map. Fucking broadleaf. Perfect. I yeah, like it. It's, it it's almost like, it's almost like, uh, this might be stupid. But like, <laughs> you'll get a Big Mac and it'll say Big Mac hamburger. On the wrapper, yeah. You know, like, yeah, you don't, but you don't it, but it's, there's no that's, need. The, that's what my, that's what the thing, like, you always just had tatouage. And then it was like Reserva was, oh, this is something special or this is a broadleaf. And then anytime there was the Sumatra, it was always Capa Especial. That's why I made fun of Huber when he did a Sumatra and he remember he, he put the Capa Especial on it. I'm like, I mm. thought Pete took that one. <laughs> mm. All right, dude. 6.72. Uh, I actually have a lot of the same sentiments as uh, Seth because – um, I do really like the size, and, and for me, it's not really about the shorter re- uh, the, the shorter length of it, but because I felt like after smoking through like two, three of these guys, 
Uh, they all burned really slow. It was it was that sweet spot for me of really enjoying the entire profile. Yeah. Uh, and also feel like I had enough of that smoke to put it down and be done with it or move on to the next smoke. Like that to me is perfect. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like this one. Um, it was delicious. All right, John, 6.57. Yeah, I'm going to repeat a bunch of what, what everyone said. I think there's a lot to be said about delivering a flavor performance. I got an hour and 14 minutes. I was like, you know what? Honestly, after smoking some of the monsters at two and a half hours, it's kind of nice to smoke for an hour and 14 and be like, I could have a second cigar if I wanted to. You know, I haven't blown my palate out. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. It's good. Maybe making this into a longer ring gauge or a longer um, Batola would have sucked. No, like, seemed to be good. Um, and like I said, like le- legitimately I finished it and I'm like, if I had a second one of these, I would have lit it up and, and I, it's nice to have that option and, uh, say we will about four inches for nine bucks, given that our average cigar in 2022 is like 1375 or whatever. <laughs> nine bucks is, you know, I remember when people were like nine bucks, that's so much money. Nine bucks seems like a steal now. So, yeah. um, you know, when I go down to Houston, I'll be searching these out. Yeah. Uh, my 5.9 match as well is above average flavor profile. Uh, like I said, I had a little uh, issue with the burn. It just kind of went out on me uh, in the middle uh, third, but uh, it didn't have that issue. I'd be in the sixes, um, but still kind of on that fence of, you know, whether I'd want to come back to it or not. But, um, you know, three out of four, uh, take those guys' opinion over mine on this one. So uh, any other final thoughts from you guys on this one? Price point thoughts, you guys. I actually don't think it's that well that it's, for it's right leaf? at the cusp, right? If you if you say ten bucks for this size, then I would have been like, "Listen, Pete Johnson, <laughs> who do you stole th- your, do you stole think your you electric are? guitar, who do you buddy, think you are? Yeah. or whatever the fuck you played back in the day?" <laughs> but, but do you, do you guys like? Do you guys? I guess for me, like, yes, it's it's a good price point, but at the same time, there's the whole it's smaller cigar. But like, to me, that's not at four by fifty. That's not like that small you know what I mean? like it's yeah, not like that small you have to decide it's, it's, how you're gonna determine right, value are you are you determining yeah. value by smoking time or are you determining value by experience yeah if you get a good experience in a 4 by 50 it's worth nine bucks right but well, if well, you if, feel like i need to smoke a long time to get value i don't care about the flavor yeah. that's a different conversation i was gonna so, say if i'm a typical american consumer these days buying cigars i want a seven by 60 because yes. i somehow quite to me I don't really care what the, like the price has to match the, the flavor performance. Like, I don't really care what the Vitola is, but like right. we've smoked $35 cigars that I've smoked for two hours and 45 minutes of disappointment. It's like, I want my money back and I want my time back here. You know, you can take my money and I'm happy to give my time. You know, if you could maybe argue that if it took an hour and 50 minutes to smoke, you'd be like, well, that's too big. But like in an hour and 14, like June said, I'm good. Like you, you did everything you needed to do. I'm good. I'm ready to check out now. I can set it down and I can move on. And like, there's a lot to be said of that. I, I wish that the industry is moving towards, you know, whether it's smaller ring gauge or shorter sizes, but that's, that is not where no, we're going. It's like, no, I, I just, I just nutted. I'm ready to. Yeah. You need a recovery bed. period, you know, you need to go steak. play some Xbox. Yeah. Or eat some ice cream. I don't some know. Ice cream, whatever. Whatever. Right. Whatever oh, you, right. you do you, you know what I mean? You do you. Yeah. Yeah. No judgment. Hashtag no judgment. No. All right. If you're just catching this video on our newly age-restricted YouTube page, be sure to uh, <laughs> like and subscribe. Uh, check out the full written review on the website. I'm not going to say it so that we don't get banned from YouTube. Uh, follow us on all the social media channels. You know where to catch go. 
all of our recaps on podcasts. So iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Et de reserva!